Okay, welcome to the Gravity Beard Podcast. This is uh, episode, I don't know, probably six-ish, probably. A third. Yeah, uh, with me and uh, we were uh, broadcasting today from Studio A. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here with my best friends and your best friends, Patrick and Scott. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. What's going on? Scotty, how are you today? I'm doing well. Before before we get rolling, this is going to be a brief episode. I do want to do a little bit of house cleaning that I've shared, uh, I think, at the beginning of the last episode of the episode before. I've got some good news, fellas. I've got 96 total downloads for the Gravity Beard podcast. In a week? In like a week? In one week, in five episodes, 96 downloads. So if you're one of the people that have downloaded the Gravity Beard podcast, uh, seriously, thank you very, very much. This is not a fun activity without an audience. Um, and so 96 downloads in, in five episodes in one week, is that's pretty solid. So uh, for those of you that don't know where to find us, you can find us at uh, gravitybeard.com. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Google Play. Really anywhere that you find a podcast, you can find you can find this broadcast. So, uh, And also, if you don't mind, go out to our Gravity Beard uh, Facebook page and like the page. Uh, go out to iTunes, write up a little review, uh, rate our podcast. All of those things help grow the show and help us give, you know, increase our chances of getting on the feature page and all the things that, that allow a, a podcast like this to grow and, and be more successful. So uh, please, if, you're, if you have a few minutes and, and you like what you're hearing and you're entertained by us, then please be willing to go do that. Um, so I'm here with uh, Patrick and Scott. This is an episode that wasn't going to take place because we had an episode yesterday afternoon going into game three where I think we all thought, well, you guys both predicted that, that Cleveland is going to win, but I called it the mid-series podcast episode because kind of sarcastically, I was saying, hey, two games is the midpoint. This thing's only going to go four or five, so it's virtually over. You had no faith. I, I Well, <clears throat> okay. So, so anyways, so that was, that, was supposed, that, was, that was effectively the mid-series podcast. Um, I turned out to be totally wrong. I think everybody kind of, in one way or the other, turned out to be totally wrong. And so the unofficial name of this episode is, What in the Hell Happened Last Night? And so we weren't going to do this, but I was like... We got to talk about this because something completely unexpected happened. So, here's Patrick and Scott again. Patrick, what are your thoughts? We got our LeBron game. Got the classic LeBron game. We had Kyrie Irving just in fuego in the first quarter. I think he had 20 points in the first quarter. At one point, he had 16 points, and the Golden State Warriors had 16 points. So he was incredible. J.R. Smith had a big game. Uh, Richard Jefferson played awesome defense. Um, I don't know what's happening with the Warriors. I can't speak to that. Maybe Scott can provide some some insight there, but train wreck status. I've kind of been waiting for something like this to happen where somebody plays really, really, really physical against them. Like, not regular season physical where, you know, you're kind of just shoving a little bit. I mean, like, really, like, any screen you're coming off of, we're throwing a bow at you. Every, every time you touch the ball somebody's hands are on you, you know, and, and how do they react? Because not many teams have big enough and athletic enough guards to really do that. I think Cleveland's kind of one of the only teams. Toronto's one of those kind of teams. The Bulls also one of those teams. And, like, if you look historically, I think last year, uh, the Bulls had some decent success against this Warriors team for that reason because it's hard – to go up against two guys as athletic and strong as Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler. And so I'm kind of excited to see that. I'd like to see uh, this LeBron at the four position because that just, 
I think it's very difficult to ask of Draymond Green um, to defend him. I, I just I like the line that they sent out there, and then you got you got great help from from role players. Okay, uh, first of all, Scotty, lean into the mic a little bit oh, more. Sorry. Okay, so here here's the deal, man. Uh, I think we we all agreed that the first two games of this series were very uncharacteristic of Cleveland compared to the the previous series that they played, um, and so. Did they, did they just kind of go back to the form that we thought they were? Is it is it home court makes all the difference? I mean, how how did they play two incredibly terrible games and then they played then they played an amazing game where they blew out their opponent who previous the day before blew them out by about the same margin. So I think I think home court has a little bit to do with it. You know, the cube was rocking. They everyone plays better at home, and I think they're down oh, t- oh they're down two games to none. Everyone's talking about them getting swept. I think you have a little bit of professional pride, and and they kind of just stepped up. And I also think the Warriors got a little comfortable. You know, they've blown out the Cavs twice without even Steph or Clay playing particularly well. I think that the Warriors believe they are the superior team, and they just they didn't really come out firing yesterday. They kind of looked black of days. Cole Steph got beat backdoor by Kyrie like second play of the game, missed like his first five shots. Um, so, just, so at halftime, at, at halftime, he had more fouls and more turnovers than he had points. Yeah, I've like never seen a superstar get pulled like Steph got pulled last night. And I think it's the right move. I mean, he's been awful in these finals. I, but to like to get pulled and then have your coach like look at you and say, "Are you okay?" is like I, I can't imagine. I, I just can't see a superstar that like really happening all that like I, I don't know the last time that happened I, I, I know I think it's just because he's he's been playing poorly like offensively he didn't have it and Kyrie torched him in the first Criminal quarter blender. and then also Sean Livingston's playing well so you have a nice alternative it's just weird to take out the MVP and, and actually have to bench the most the back-to-back most valuable player but you know if you look at the finals last year he didn't play well Andre Iguodala yeah. was the MVP so I don't know maybe he's got a little uh Little finals block. Maybe he's not clutch. No, I'm kidding. He's definitely clutch. <laughs> One thing I think that's overlooked is the whole ordeal is LeBron finally didn't have a terrible jump shooting night. Like he has been so bad from mid range, like from three. Like he just hasn't shot the ball well. Well, and and he finished at the rim better. Yeah, and I think that helps when you're able to jump shoot like that. Like you can't give him. That much space because mm-hmm. he'll knock it out. And if you do that, then then you got to have somebody that's got to come up on him, and he's going to get past anybody they put against him. And then now you're putting him in a one on one going at the rim where he finishes probably better than anybody else, or he passes the ball so well. It's just if his jump shot goes, I don't know how you necessarily stop them because it's just they've got good shooters out there and. And you're just putting your defense in such an awful situation. Every one of those defensive players are in an awful so situation. So the question we're trying to answer is, what the hell happened last night? So let me rephrase it and say, because here's some things that we've talked about since we sat down. Is it Was it home court advantage? Was it uh, laziness because they're up 2 nothing by Golden State? Was it, like, what, what was it really? They, what was, was it, really? it Kevin Love being out? I what was it? If you could point to one thing in particular, what what in the world was it? I think the Warriors were too comfortable. 
is honestly what I think. <laughs> so you're saying you're pointing to complacency by the opponent. Yes, and not to not to discount the Cavaliers and no, uh, but they, I mean, they came out. But firing. there might be three or four things, and you're saying that's the predominant thing. Yeah, I think so, and, and I think you know Steve Curry even said it after the game. He said one team looked like they were playing with their season on the line, and the other team looked like they didn't care. Or well, something. because it was right. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. See, I'm going to take a different approach than that. I think it's you really had a a leadership moment from LeBron. I think they he kind of went out there and set a tone that he hadn't set in the other two games, which was, I'm going to be physical, we're all going to be physical, they're not going to get anything easy, nothing happens easy. And from that start, you know, you've got guys that are more locked in, you've got guys that are playing on both sides, chipping away, you know, the offense starts grinding. Like, I think the best play of that whole game was when Steph goes up for a layup and he swats it. Like, that's After a, the whistle? Yeah. Like, that's a statement that says, I don't care what happens. Like, you're not going to watch this ball go in there. And if you do, it's going to be easy. I mean, it's not going to be easy. Like, I think that's the difference. Now, if you can do that in a way, like, it's easier to do that at home. Like, I don't know if they can do that away. Why, why can't they? Why can't they do it away? I think it's a little bit easier to pick up that momentum when you've got your crowd in it. You know, when guys aren't shooting as well because they're not maybe used as much to the to the lighting. You know, I mean, it's... You go back to Oracle and the crowd's just not in your favor. It's hard to... Because you have to be the ones at that point that keep yourself going rather than kind of relying... Not necessarily relying, that's not fair, right? But, like, having some assistance by some extra juice in the, in the building. I, it'll be hard. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we think happened last night. Now, before we before we wrap it up, what's going to happen moving forward? What's going to happen game four or even game five? How many how many games is the series going to go, and who's going to win? Because because let me let me just say this: when you have a series where the first three games, all three of them are blowouts, I feel like that element of it makes it almost impossible to predict how the rest of the series is going to go. It, any, any outcome for any game is a possibility, right? And, and, and you haven't – one, one of the rules of thumb is, is it's not a series until someone loses at home. Well, given, given the momentum now from the last game, if you believe in game-to-game momentum versus in-game momentum, and that's debatable, whatever, is that you know, they, should, they should win this next game. And then it's even 2-2. Everyone's held home court. It's a brand-new series. Is, yeah. that, is that what's going to happen? So what's going to happen next game, and then and how's the fin- series going to finish up? I th- I think the Cavs are going to win Game Four, and how much? By how much? Uh, how close? I think it'll be close. I mean, I think Steph's. I think Steph's going to find himself and have a good Game Four um, for the first time in the series. Yeah, exactly. And um, I just I think LeBron's going to will will him to a victory. Uh, you know, my prediction. Last podcast where I thought he'd have 37, 16, and 8. You know, he had 32, 11, and 7, and didn't play in the fourth quarter. So, like, he had a monster game. No, in, the, in concept, you were right. I mean, yeah. Um, so, I think he's going to do that again. And then I think, uh, you know, going back to Oracle, it's basically a best best of three series at that point if it's tied 2-2. And I, I think the Warriors will win the series. Um, I, I think when they go home, they'll win just because the Oracle is such a tough place to play with a great crowd. How many games? I'm going to go 7. 
going to go the distance. And may, maybe I just want it to go seven. I do, but uh, I think it'll go seven. Um, hopefully, we'll get some close games thrown in there. That's really not been that fun of a series so far. You know, and you have the Clash of the Titans, the best team ever, and then you know LeBron and his healthy squad behind him. Um, so Quite I'm healthy. Yeah, I'm hoping hoping for Game Seven, epic game. Uh, with the Warriors winning, but I'll be pulling for the Cavs. Scotty, what happens next game? What how does the series go from here? I think I think Cavs win. Uh, I think it'll be close, but like close marginally. I think it'll still be a ten point game. Um, I I think Steph Curry will have a better game, but it will be somewhat of a of a detrimental game. Like I think he'll have a lot of points, but I think he'll also have a lot of turnovers. Um and I just hope LeBron keeps his jump shot going. Like it's it's fun. I'm also excited to see what happens with Kevin Love. Like if he comes back and now you put him in the second lineup and Yeah, he's not gonna start you can't start him right. No, but like let's say you put him in the second lineup that had no idea they couldn't score, right? Like that second lineup was so bad. Oh Mont Shumpert was awful Scoring. on offense. Yeah, yeah, that came like they hemorrhaged points. And now you put somebody in that could he can get you six to eight points, right, by himself. Like that's when he's better. Yeah. Okay, so hang hang on, on that point, the Kevin Love point. Okay, so so we saw everybody get activated in this last game. We're all assuming that because Kevin Love was out, that if he was in, he wouldn't he wouldn't have played well. Couldn't you also assume that since everybody was energized and activated for the Cavs, that Kevin Love would have also possibly had a really great game? Yeah, I think so. But I also, um, when Kevin Love was out, they had to start Richard Jefferson, who guarded Harrison Barnes instead of LeBron's. Then you can put LeBron on Draymond Green. Draymond had his worst game of the season. I think they're different lineups. I, I think maybe probably the Cavaliers still would have won, but it gives them more versatility with that five starting. So Richard it sounds Jefferson. like you're telling me that Kevin Love is a matchup and maybe defensive liability in some regards. I mean, he's 100 percent a defensive liability. I think. All right. Uh, but you know, and to that point, he's usually a matchup. Uh, he's usually a tough matchup for the defense on the other end because he can shoot threes and he can stretch the floor. So. When, he, when he's hitting. When he's hitting, yeah. So, and he's so, been hitting at home. So. so I also hear you saying that the Cavs kind of got lucky by the Kevin Love injury because it caused them to have to put out a lineup they wouldn't necessarily would have put out. Like, you're not going to bench Kevin Love, right? He's your starter. He's he's one of your big three. So they would have probably had to stick with him, at least to start the game, maybe sat him mid-first quarter, whatever. Yeah. But he would have been your starter, and you wouldn't have gotten off to an 0-9 start or, you know, 9-0 start, you know, yeah. for, and, then, and then stretch that to a 20-point. Like, you got Kevin Love out there playing starter minutes. I'll maybe, be shocked if he starts. Maybe this whole thing was just good. really damn lucky and Kevin Love was at the center of it. That'd be that'd be the most Kevin Love thing ever. I mean, he never made the playoffs in Minnesota in eight years or whatever. There as a superstar. But is that possible? A little bit of luck involved with that? Injury? Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's is a Tyron Lue smart it, enough? It feels weird to say. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, it does, but but like, is, he's a great player. I don't but, wanna... but is but is Tyron Lue smart enough, and does he have the authority to sit one of his big three? Does he? That's does yeah. He that he has... kind of, does he have that kind of insight to say? If he was healthy, I'm not starting Kevin Love because I think he was part of the reason why we got bad matchups, and then that's the reason they blow him out in Game Three. I think I mean, it's all hypothetical. He but can just say I'm going with a hot hand. I, but, would, a, but would he do that? I think he will. No, no. Would he have done it? In, I know we're speculating. Oh, oh, but would he have done it in Game Three, say. or did it, was it kind of kind of a happy accident? I have no idea. I mean, if Caleb has hit I mean, three maybe, threes from the beginning, well, I mean, or, or maybe you change your lineup, and you don't start Tristan Thompson, and then your lineup is yeah, like, who gets the boards though? I mean. He cleans up all the missed layups and dunks them. Yeah, but look, Kevin Love's a great rebounder. 
Yeah, he's a great rebounder. Yeah, I, like I he, know. he's a very, very, very solid rebound. I'm just saying, like hypothetically, let's say you play that lineup, like offensively. Like if you're Golden State defensively, how do you match up against that? Like, are you really going to have Andrew Bogut guard Kevin Love? You, they'd probably have to go to the death lineup. Right, go. you're just going to have to play yeah. that death lineup way more minutes than you'd want to, right? Like, yeah. But that's what they'd have to do. If they were going small ball, you'd have to play small ball, too. It'd be weird. It would, it would be interesting. Be I don't know. I like this lineup that they have out there with, with LeBron at the four. And I like the lineup that they threw out there with LeBron playing point guard for a little bit. Uh, where that team just got so big, so fast, and was was really fun to watch. Did one of you guys suggest that they should play LeBron at the point, or did I hear that somewhere else? That, uh, was, that, that was one of uh, my suggestions. That was Patty. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, anything else? Uh, no. Still I, waiting on Draymond's technical foul and or flagrant foul. Mm-hmm. That that's I mean, true. I don't think that's going to happen. Series. I don't think it's going to happen. Oh my gosh! It, I'm retracting from my 100% that's going to happen, and I'm going to go full 180 and say it's a 0% chance wow. that's going to happen. <laughs> I don't think – I think he's way too composed but, to but, do that. Like, but in a moment, I think he, he could I think blow he, up. I, I think he understands the situation too much for him to say, if I miss a game, we will God, lose. that's counter to the history of everything and, Draymond Green is. I think he's getting some leeway, too, from the refs. I mean, every time the foul gets called on him, he throws his hands up like he's just heard the worst news in the world. That guy's a human stick of dynamite. I yeah. I don't think he'll get it. I don't think um, it's an NBA conspiracy. I don't think the NBA wants him to. I think that'd be terrible. Like, I, I don't think you could have Draymond Green get suspended for a game this finals. Like, I but think they're going to do everything they if can. If he starts kicking people, tripping people, it's it has different. To I don't think he'll do that, though. Like, I just yeah, don't he, think he He hasn't will. yet. Also, we witnessed maybe one of the one of the greatest LeBron plays of his career. Steve, steal the ball from Steph, fall down, pass it to Kyrie, terrible which pass. Which was a travel. No and call. then one of the best alley-oops I've ever witnessed. The alley-oop was unbelievable. His head totally was agree. at the rim, and the ball was so much Higher and further than it. Was, it was past the backboard. It was Le- legendary. It was the Instantly a legendary. There are photos that are. I hope he wins the the finals just so he can hang that picture in his house and it won't have like a negative connotation with it because it was insane. Really? That was unbelievable. And he's like thirty years old. Like how many people he's coming still? up on thirty one of you? Thirty one yeah. playing in the NBA since he was 18. 82 how games on those like, legs. One hundred because he always went deep in the playoffs. How yep. do you still have that ability? He's a freak, man. Okay, well, we'll we'll certainly talk plenty about LeBron after the series. The only question I was going to have is, is, how do you think like Dwayne Wade's rooting for this series for LeBron? Is he? Yeah, they're friends. But like, let's say the Warriors beat them, like really swept them. Is there a possibility that LeBron bounces out to go to Miami again? No way. Join an aging not a not a chance. It's his best friend. What, I think times. Dwayne Wade is a, well, a free agent, I guess LeBron is as well. He should come to Cleveland. Maybe. Come get some rings. How does that look? How does that team look when you get Chris Paul and Dwayne Wade and LeBron James? And, and then, of course, Scotty thinks that they're <laughs> going to trade Kyrie Irving to to the Clips for, for Chris Paul. They might do that even if they win. We'll see. Okay, I've got two more questions. These are quick ones. One is, are we going to see Steph Curry... And and uh, Thompson are, are they going to be the Splash Brothers anytime in the series? Yes. Like truly together, are they, gonna, be, are they going to blow up and they're each going to score twenty five or thirty? I think Steph's going to have a forty point game. 
Yes. But not in Cleveland. And I think Clay, I mean, Clay played pretty well Clay uh, played last night, especially Wednesday. after he got his little thigh bruise. He came out firing. Okay, so so you're saying, yeah, we're going to see them do what they do. Yeah, I mean... It's, it's, I don't ju- think you'll see it at the same night, though. I think you'll see one of them go off, but I don't think you'll see both of them Well, I don't think off. we're going to see the, the Golden State bench do what they did in that one game. So, you know, if they both score 35 or 40 points, that's 80, and they typically score over 100. So, And then you get, whatever, 15, 20 from the bench, like 15, like yeah. you normally do. Draymond and so, so then, Yeah, so, that, so then that's your total. So, man, that, anyway, whatever. I think all the... All those opinions might be right. Okay, uh, Scott, you didn't get to finish up just kind of your predictions for the series, and then we'll finish with that. Uh, I think I think it goes to seven. But I want to say the Cavs win in seven. Cavs I'm, win in seven. I think at the Golden Cavs State. win in seven. I, I, That's a crazy prediction. Like if the thought is like I want to because I thought last night was just such a dominating performance and. Like, when's the last time you saw those the Warriors, like, that, like, look that disheveled, like, that frustrated. Like, even when they played the Thunder. You mean, you mean besides the two blots against Oklahoma? Well, they, they didn't look like that. They weren't, like, physically distraught. Like, they didn't look like they just were really frustrated. Like, yeah. am I, I mean, what do you think? Like, do you, like, they didn't look very, like, physically, they didn't look frustrated to the point of, like, Steph's, like, on the bench, like, really pissed, like, doesn't know what's going on. Clay Thompson's whining. Like, guys, did they didn't look like, they looked like they just got, went into a fight and got punched in the mouth and beaten up. And against Oklahoma City, they were like, those guys got hot. Those guys got hot. It wasn't like a full team went and beat us. I don't, that to me is what gives me some hope. Like, I don't, for the Cavs at least, I don't know. Like how how they feel like that's that's got to be a point. And if you're the Cavs, you got to think like, wow, we really just put this on these guys. Like, we can we can do this. And if you do that, one, I'd hope the Cavs win out because I think it'd be great for Cleveland if they went in six. I mean, like you come back, that city would go crazy. No one worked for like a good two weeks. Wait, you just said you just said they went in seven. Are you saying they went? No, in no. Six? I said I would love for them to win in six. I think it would be so ah. crazy. Like, they'd have to make another 30 for 30 just about this series and about what happens in Cleveland afterwards. Like, maybe industry comes back and you bring it all back to LeBron. All right. When are they going to put a, a statue of him up? Well, Travis, Gravity Beard's favorite LeBron fan, also predicted Cleveland in seven. Man, I don't know. Like I said, I, when when the first three games of the series are blowouts, I, I don't know how you predict. So we're just kind of doing it for fun. Um, but guys, thanks for sitting in on an impromptu show. Appreciate it once again. Uh, I don't know. Maybe something crazy happens and we have to do this again. That, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Uh, this is the Gravity Beard Podcast from Studio A. Uh, game uh, four is Friday, I think 8 o'clock. We'll be sitting in with uh, with our, our friend Travis, again experiencing the ups and downs of this thing. And we'll just have to see what happens. We'll be live from Quick and Loans. Uh, ch- check out, check out uh, www.gravitybeard.com. Go see us on iTunes, on Google Play, all those different places. Go rate our podcast, all those things. Please do that, do that for us. Like our Facebook page. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, fellas. Thank you. Thank all right. you.